0: Welcome to the HR and Hospitality Podcast, where we deal with all things HR related for hospitality industry leaders of today and tomorrow. Whether you're a student in the field or a seasoned industry professional, we've got fascinating content and business solutions just for you. And now, your host, Dr. Ryan Giffen. Hey, welcome to the HR and Hospitality Podcast. I'm Dr. Ryan Giffen, and I'm excited that you are joining us today. Today's gonna to be an interesting podcast in that I am going to wing it. Meaning, I have a topic I wanna to share with you where I've prepared very little notes. There's no outline. I'm not reading a script. I'm just kind of talking with you uh, as your host today. So, you know, as I was trying to think about something to deliver that would be of interest, I wanted to share what I have taken away from a recent fabulous. Uh, conference that I went to up in San Francisco a couple weeks ago. If you are familiar with NPR's podcast called How I Built This, or even the TED Radio Hour, uh, you'll be familiar with their host, Guy Raz. This conference up in San Francisco, known as the How I Built This Summit, based off of the podcast How I Built This, uh, was one of the best conferences I ever attended uh, in my life. I mean, I attended all sessions and uh, highly participated in all of the networking events and met some fantastic people. And that is why I um, want to share some of the key learnings of my last two weeks, not just at the how I built this summit in San Francisco, but also throughout my time in, in the city of Palm Springs and and around Long Beach, California, just some folks that I've encountered in the last two weeks that have been extremely inspiring, not just entrepreneurs, but as human beings that have shown genuine, hospitable uh, love, essentially. And as I was starting to talk to these folks and kind of think about the podcast I wanted to deliver, it really made me think about humanity, that um, humanity is good. And oftentimes in a political climate that we're seeing today or the tragedies that we've suffered just here in our city in the last two weeks in Long Beach and all the other issues happening, we're often inundated with negative information, whether it's from social media or news outlets, that makes us think, goodness, what is happening? What is happening? Are we really that bad? And listen, the answer is no. Actually, when you really think about it, Globally speaking, this is actually one of the safest times in our world. I mean, think about the medieval period and the kind of wars and the, and the revolutions that took place prior to uh, us being born. You know, we're always, each generation, each generation is always going to say that the prior generation is worse than their own. You'll often find that regardless of the generation, in fact, I catch myself doing it, uh, as a uh, millennial slash X generation, I might say, you know, oh man, the Gen, the Gen Zers, or even the the onset of the millennials are, you know, they're just not like us. You know, oh man, they just don't do this, they don't do that. And I'm starting to sound like an old man. And at the end of the day, each generation, regardless of where you're from and how old you are, really brings something to humanity. And it's very unique and that's what I love about what I've learned in the last two weeks. So I have a couple of notes that I took place during the live sessions of the How I Built This Summit uh, a couple weeks ago that I wanted to share with you that I have learned directly from CEOs and entrepreneurs throughout England and the United States and these young folks who started from nothing and built something. And again, I highly encourage you to go to the How I Built This podcast with Guy Raz and and listen in on a few of those companies that were built from scratch. You you have some fantastic executives on there, including ones that I personally got to meet and talk to, including David Neal, former CEO and founder of JetBlue Airlines and current CEO of Azul Airlines down in Brazil. So with that, let me share a few thoughts with you and go from there. All right. So the first thought was from Stuart Butterfield, the creator developer and founder of Slack. How many of you out there actually use Slack? If I could see you, you'd probably be raising your hand or at least you've heard of it. You know, Slack is one of those companies that is a very rare story of reaching millions of dollars in less than six years. It's a fantastic story of Stewart and how he built his company. But here are some key golden nuggets that he shared that I took away. He said first, quote, if it doesn't work, keep trying, keep trying, do something new. I love that. I love that. Do something new. It's okay if you fail. In fact, if you're not failing, you're not trying hard enough. Thomas Edison didn't invent the light bulb in one try. It took thousands, thousands of failures to invent that light bulb. Stuart Butterfield Butterfield went on to say, quote, can I make my idea clear enough so other people can explain it? If you have an idea, be able to explain it to a sixth grader. Can that 12, 13 year old actually explain your idea? If so, that's fantastic. You have an idea that is worthwhile promoting. So that was some great little uh golden nuggets. Here's another one from the CEO and founder of Birchbox, Love BirchBox. This is from Kasha Beauchamp. She says, customers need to feel cared for. Customers need to feel cared for. And I like to expand on this from the hospitality HR perspective. You have an internal customer and you have an external customer are you taking care of your internal customer your employees just as much as your external customer do you care for them in the way in which you care for the customer who's paying your bills each and every day because without your internal customer those bills aren't gonna get paid you need to take care of all stakeholders from all levels from all angles of your customers both internal and external customers need to feel cared for. I love that. One of my favorite speakers, I did not get to meet her one-on-one. I did brush up uh, alongside of her in crossing through the hallways, but that was Sarah Blackley, the founder and CEO of Spanx, who invented Spanx, by the way, by just simply cutting out some pantyhose, cutting the foot of those pantyhose and trying them on and saying, how come these don't exist? And there you go. Has a multi million dollar company. So, with Sarah, she said, embrace the no. Embrace the no. People are going to tell you no. Your parents, they're going to tell you no, especially if you're young. Maybe even your spouse, they're going to say, nope. No, no, no. That's all you hear. No, no, no. At times, you should embrace that. Embrace getting the door slammed on your face. If you're in sales, You're gonna have hundreds and thousands of doors shut down on your face. People are going to say, Nope, not interested. No, no, no. That's okay. Embrace it. Look at that as constructive feedback for an opportunity to succeed in the future. I love that. She went on to say that you should hire your weaknesses as soon as you can. If you need to offset one of your weaknesses, since you can't be an expert in everything, then you should hire your weaknesses. Offset your strengths with those who can help build you up and offset that. Love that. Here is one of my most important nuggets that I took away from Sarah when she said, identify negative self-talk and stop it. Identify negative self-talk and stop it. I don't know about you all, but listen, I have negative self-talk all the time. You might refer to it as the imposter syndrome. I suffer from the imposter syndrome where you are an expert in something. You even went along and obtained your PhD, but yet don't feel like you really have the authority to use that PhD. You might be an expert in your field. You might be a high ranking executive and you might wake up and go, goodness, I'm a fake. I'm a fraud. I'm not a CEO. I'm not a, I'm not a professor. I'm not a student who's getting their bachelor's or master's degree when I was always told I'll never be able to do it. That's not me. I call BS. Yes, you are. Stop that negative self-talk, but you need to identify it. And when you hear that negative self-talk with your little, with that little brain, right? We call it the lizard brain. Starts talking that way. You need to shut it down because you are smart. You do have the skills. You can do it. And people do believe in you. And if the people you hang out with don't believe in you, get away from them as soon as possible. Hang around people who will lift you up, not tear you down. Hang around people who will support you, who will be there when you fail, who will encourage you to keep going. If you don't hang out with those types of people, you should highly consider it. Here is another ceo that i had the opportunity to sit next to and actually have a, a small conversation but also listen to her, her on the main stage and she had a lot of information and i'm sure you're going to hear from her again on the how i built this podcast and further but her name is Marsha kilgore she's the founder and ceo of multiple companies which we refer to as serial entrepreneurs uh, such as Fitflop and beauty pie oh my goodness she was great Um, so, so many nuggets. So let me just share a couple of them that relates to what Sarah Blackley had to say. The CEO of Spanx, Marsha said, quote, do something you're really passionate about. It's your brain control your thoughts. So those are two separate thoughts, but, but I love that. It's your brain control your thoughts. That's that negative self-talk we were talking about. Get rid of that negative self-talk. It's your brain. Control it. But also do something you're passionate about. If you wake up every morning and you are dreading the day. Now, okay, let me back up. There's going to be times when you're tired. You don't want to go to work. Whatever, That's fine. That's human nature. But holistically, I'm hoping that when you get to work, you are not dragging your feet to the point to where you say, I hate this place. I hate my job. I hate my boss. I hate my coworkers. If you have that kind of thought, then clearly you are not passionate about the work you are doing or you're not being set up to be passionate about the work in which you are now working in. So you need to get the heck out and start looking for a job in which you are truly passionate about. So I love that. Do something you're really passionate about. And don't do anything otherwise. Here's another, one of my favorites, because I've listened to his podcast. I've read many books and articles about this gentleman. And this is the founder and creator of JetBlue Airlines, David Neal. Now, the funny thing about, well, it's really not funny, but the interesting thing about David, like uh, former CEO of Apple, Steve Jobs. These individuals who founded the company were eventually fired by the board of directors of the company in which they created. So David Neal was terminated from uh, JetBlue after a, an incident after, if you recall, the, a bunch of airlines were grounded in New York and passengers were required to stay on airplanes for up to eight hours on the tarmac in New York. And David took the blame for it, even though it was not his responsibility. It was a responsibility of the COO. But as a good leader, they do take responsibility since the buck stops with them. And as a result, he was later uh, forced to resign and eventually started his own company, which is highly profitable today in Brazil, known as Azul Airlines, Azul translating to blue. So here's what he says. David says, money does not bring happiness. Now, this goes back to the passionate comment uh, about Uh, what Marsha was saying do something you're really passionate about you're starting to see a theme here with these entrepreneurs that money doesn't buy happiness and if you're not doing something that you're passionate about you're simply not going to love what you do so you need to find that you need to find that light and that spark and listen at the end of the day as I tell clients that I'm advising in the area of compensation strategy You could offer someone $100,000 a year, but if they're not being treated well, with dignity and respect, and they're not getting professional development, and they're not excited about what they do, that $100,000 soon becomes null, and they're gonna want more, because they're trying to find value, and they're finding value in monetary goods. So if you were to pay someone $60,000 for that same job in which you are paying $100,000, but you had a great work-life balance. You offered them uh, a great PTO package. Uh, the, all these uh, you treated them well with with respect and dignity, and you've invested in their education, If you you know give them that flexible work schedule, and you treat them right as people as people should. I guarantee that that will go much further than monetary goods. So money does not bring happiness, according to David Neal. And uh, it was great. And he he also talked about how we should motivate employees, and that starts with the hiring process. That you need to hire the right people. Qu- you know, slow down in the hiring process, as we say in human resources. You should be slow to hire and quick to fire. And I can go off on a whole podcast on that, but you should slow down the hiring process. Take your time. You know, this is something that. Um, that management guru Peter Drucker talks about, that the selection process should go slowly. You want to find the right person who's going to fit into the right position, into the right business culture at the right time. Because if you hire the wrong person, they will contaminate that culture as one bad apple. And all of that work you have done, is now going down the drain. So start with the right people hire them. And my last thought that I have from JetBlue, uh, former JetBlue CEO, David Neal, be nice to people. Be nice to people. So easy. It's so easy. I guarantee it will probably eliminate a lot of the the HR issues and employee relations that you have, because if you're not being nice to people, they're becoming disgruntled, unproductive, not motivated, threatening to quit, want to raise, and the list goes on. So just simply be nice to them, compassionate, caring. You do those things, not only is it going to help you and your day is going to be that much better, but you're making an impact on their life. So simply be nice to them. What about Jen Rubio, founder of Away Luggage? What did she have to say? You know, she was fantastic. Um, I mean, heck, all these people are fantastic. But you know what she said that relates to all of these other executives? Very similar. Passion. She talked about passion. When she finds people who are passionate about life in general, that's the person she wants to hire. That's the person she wants to represent in her organization. It's great. I met some other uh, CEOs, including uh, Jenny Bauer. Jenny's ice cream. Uh, She was... Um, very interesting. Loved hearing her talks, uh, both on her podcasts as well as on the main stage. Uh, but for her, it was all about happiness. Are you happy? Be happy. Find a job that's going to make you happy, and you do you. Love it. And then I got to meet some other folks just mingling around, uh, including the founder of AutoPets. His name is Jacob, a young gentleman who was wearing a, a black t shirt. Uh, that had a, a, the shirt with a, with a cat on it. And I'm a cat person, as some of you know, and the cat said fluff off and I had to go talk to him. And he was the inventor of, uh, several products related to cats who are an underprivileged market in the pet world. And, uh, you know, he was, he was great, man. He opened up his backpack. He gave me a bunch of cat treats to bring home to my cat, Lucy, uh, to try these products out on her and give some feedback. But uh, th- this his passion for pets, particularly cats, was great. And by the way, Jacob also has a dog. So he doesn't consider himself a cat person. He considers himself neither. He's just a cat-dog person, I guess. Then there was Jesse Clayton up in uh, Northern California starting a company called Urban Snow, currently in fundraising, looking for $3 million in capital investment Uh, And he wants to start an indoor ski and snowboard school, an idea that I've had for a long time to bring to Southern California so that when the mountains are closed during the off season, this is an opportunity for families to come to an indoor ski snowboard school, not using water, but using very specific type of machinery and equipment to train folks on uh, rails and jumps and jibs. Uh, To get that experience before they go out on the mountain so that they can spend more time with their families once they are up there. It was a uh, fantastic business model and I love staying in touch with him and hopefully helping him uh, see that passion and that dream come alive as someone who uh, would like to help with that. So with that, there was some great people up in the San Francisco market. There were some other things that happened this past weekend in the city of Palm Springs. As some of you may know, the first weekend of November in Palm Springs, California is the uh, is gay pride for the LGBTQ community and its allies. And we met some great people there, uh, including Christy Holsteg. She's a, a council member for the city of Palm Springs and her husband, Adam Gilbert, who's a real estate broker. And these two were so genuine and passionate about what they do and so open to, to wanting to talk to people and, uh, and with me. But oftentimes you might hear, you know, and see politicians just there's no there's no passion. There's no uh, ingenuity or, or genuine care for people that they're just selfish. Oh, my goodness. She was the opposite. Christy was the opposite. And what a motivation, motivational conversation I had with her about politics and her role and how she got involved and how she's willing to support, uh, whether it's myself or others, uh, to get involved in their local community, to make a difference in the world and to make a difference in those people's lives. It was fantastic. So there, listen, at the end of the day, this podcast is all about, in my opinion, that there are some amazing people out there and they are in your backyard, They are at your local coffee shop. They're at your local wine bar. They are everywhere. They're at your work, your place of work, in your classrooms. Get to know these people. Get to know these people. And I guarantee you'll find an underlying theme that all we want to do as human beings in this world is make a difference. Make a difference. Make a difference in the world by living out your true passion. Whether that's in the hospitality field or otherwise, it doesn't matter. But please look deep inside you and find what drives you every day. And if you're passionate about something, no matter how small it may be, can you make a career out of it that's going to make a difference in the lives of others around you? Because here is the scientific psychological fact. When you're making a difference for other people's lives, you feel good about yourself. And when you feel good about yourself, you are going to be passionate and caring and you're gonna wanna do more for the local community, for uh, the community at large and all stakeholders and even the world. And you will be much happier because of it. People are often trying to figure out what's the key to happiness and success. It's not money, it is not money. Yes, it's true that if you have a lot of money it can buy some happiness. But as I'm sure that you may have experienced People with a lot of money are sometimes the most miserable, whether that's because they're not living out their passion, because they got stuck in a career that they really didn't want because they were forced into it for whatever reason. At the end of the day, if you're not passionate, you can have all the money in your world, in the world. But if you're not happy and you're not passionate about something, then maybe you're not making a difference and that's what's driving you down. So find what it is. That's the key theme here of all these entrepreneurs and all these company executives who started genuinely from nothing to just inventing a product in their garage, not saying you have to go out and invent a product, but there are plenty of companies out there that will take you in because you are passionate about people, because you care about people, because you love people. So get out there, make a difference in the world. I believe in you. So with that, that's it. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Giffen. And remember to continue to inspire your people and business culture through innovation. Thank you for listening to the HR in Hospitality podcast. We hope you picked up some viable info that will enable you to implement solutions within your place in the industry. Also, we'd love to hear from you. If you have an idea of something that you would like discussed or to be a part of the show, email us at info at inaspire.com. Also, make sure you subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. Thanks again for listening, and see you next time.